Hello everyone, uh, welcome to first season finale with myself, Saber. To my left I have Adam and to my right I have Erica. Erica, what's going on today? Uh, we are going to watch a Red Dwarf episode, specifically the finale of the first season. I don't remember what year, 80s of some sort though. Mm -hmm. um, reason I suggested this is because I know the show somehow, like it was on PBS growing up, but I don't remember what it's about. Uh, I just remember the name. And you said BBC. It was a BBC show that was then on PBS Syndicate in the 90s whenever we were watching things, late 80s, early 90s. Do you mean syndication or like a syndicate as in like PBS got together with Syndication, BBC I to like commit crimes <laughs> across. She means both. In the, yeah, in the both. financial it's a both. It's There was a crime committed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm imagining some like tacky ass robots. Yeah. Uh, Terrible production value. From what I can remember, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Yeah. I also have it like kind of weirdly linked to that Disney movie about the black hole. What Disney movie about? Ah, the oh, there's this Disney movie about a black hole where what? Like, they, like, <laughs> How don't I know? No, no, oh my god, it's so fucking good. But Goofy's ass. Eight year old Adam loved it. I, don't, I, I probably still love it, but okay. they, but like they they're near a black hole. They're studying it. Everyone there's robots. They get in trouble. They get stuck in the black hole. Mm -hmm. Huh. That makes you think of. Uh, do you know that you know there's those Bugs Bunnies where he's not on Earth. He's on Neptune or something. And then there's this like alternative hunter you know it's not oh, yeah, yeah. it's not elmer fudd but it's like An a version, version of elmer mm -hmm. fudd but it's like but it's also like crossed with uh that movie where they're in the computer and they're like zipping by on like tron tron it feels like, like tron yeah i don't know what i thought about that but anyway th th speaking of like weird cartoon imaginations of space i guess mm -hmm. yeah so wait you're saying you're thinking that that's what this is gonna well, be well like? no no like I, in my head they're linked Oh, like yeah. so, like for me, that's it, I probably saw it when I saw that other one. Yeah, but it like it it's a comedy, but I think it's geared towards adults. So watching it as a child, like I'm sure I did not get. Yeah, I think that it was watched, and I think I was like laughing along because adults were laughing. I'm like, I don't know what is going on. Yeah, I don't follow this, but I would like bring it up because I wanted to be cool as the youngest being like oh I get it do you think the adults got it because I feel like a lot of adults probably, I, I don't most British shows I, I, what is it going I can't understand like Luther I cannot watch it what like someone needs to translate that show for me so are you oh, asking if everyone was faking it <laughs> yes yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes that is a question I've been asking a long time and I, I guess we'll, the we'll answer <laughs> we'll answer this today I mean, are, are we honest enough with each other to answer mm -hmm. it today? It's a, it'll be a good question. But we like, I think, but when this show came out, like in the historical like context, mm -hmm. you know, like you've got Russia has sent up the first space station. Ooh, red, red. Yeah. Was it red? No, but that was, was Russia. The, that was in the fifties. Yeah, red dwarf. What does that? We're talking about eight. Oh no, I'm, I know, but like we're still in like this oh, land of exploration era. and like, you know, like space is still weird. Yeah, you know, this is before Chris McAuliffe blew up and like shit like that, you know. So like, I don't know, like this romanticizing of space, yeah, like mm -hmm. or innocence of space at that time. Yeah, and then we Red Dwarf is a dying star, mm -hmm. so there's like some sadness and 
And or some humor, like or some humor. I yeah. Haha! <laughs> 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 Look at that dis- that star dying. Star dying. <laughs> You know. you know, classic British humor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Teacups and... and uh, now, is this on the Netflix is what it's on? Yes. Oh, that's a good How question. How has this not come up in my fucking queue? <laughs> the recommendation I know, like, I've watched some shit. Like, this one should be in there if I watch this much crap. I think we should take a second to talk about your voyages in Netflix. <sighs> I have watched everything bad. I watched the Halo movie (laughs) after we that weekend where we played Halo. I have watched almost every single British TV show. Are are all British TV shows bad or just no? They're all most of them bad. I think think they're all bad. And what's wrong with them? No, is that they're not American? Yes, I think they're good. Even The Office, which is an amazing show, is is horrible in some way. It first of all makes you feel horrible in this brilliant way, but then there's also something terrible going on. I feel like behind the scenes, that it must be a terrible place to work, the BBC, and that sadness seeps into all their shows. Well, the I, sadness. The, the, the one BBC. thing with like all these shows from the BBC and stuff is like, there's there's like always like five like max five episodes a season. Oh really? Mm-hmm. And it's like miniseries. Yeah, it's like a miniseries. Well, they have their miniseries, but they also have their shows. No, but their shows are miniseries. Oh, really? There's yeah. A, the line is blurry. What do they I do? What think, do they do every like, I Wednesday night? British viewing audiences have a different expectation than American viewing audiences. Mm-hmm. British people like cricket. Yeah. No, they don't. Some British In, people like nope. cricket. <laughs> Indi- Indians like cricket, and they keep it going. But it's that's like the saying, queen. It's like the longest boring sport ever. The, the British don't like the queen. Other people want them to have a queen, so they're like, "Oh, we should keep this going, or the money will dry up." Well, what do British people like? Drinking, traveling, leaving their country, leaving their country of origin. <laughs> <laughs> They've been doing it for a few hundred years, <laughs> and apparently, in the show, they'll keep well, doing if it you in the had future. One of those fucking breakfasts over there. Yeah, you would not want to live there either. I, is, it, is that bad? I had, life, I had a layover in London this summer, and that was the best part of my layover. Because the, the layover was 15 hours. I had Did to you get sleep the one with like, the beans? The and airport. then there's like, the tomato? Yeah, oh. and the sausage. And the... So that just all makes me want to puke. Yeah. But then, they, like, but then they also have incorporated other cultures in a way that feels... Like, as a Bengali person, like, London is sort of where so much Bengali culture is now, and curry is like a national food, and, you know, all these great British writers are Indians, and they live in London, but I don't think we'll see any of that in Red Red Dwarf. I don't think <laughs> we'll I think it's going to be the whitest okay, thing Okay, so what ever. I imagine, I think there's going to be a midget in it for some reason. <laughs> yes, dwarf. And not just because so dwarf, literal. like, I think that's going to be a joke. Like, but, I feel like that's what type do of humor British we're walking into. But do people think it. midgets are funny? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. What are those? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you remember those British movies of, like, some boorish, like, police officer chasing scantily clad women? You remember those? Yeah. Types of, what are those called? There's, like, a name for that. That was, like, the Benny Hill show. The Benny Hill show. <laughs> do you think it's going to be more Benny Hill, or do you think it's going to be more Doctor Who? Or is it going to be someone? I think it is going to be more Benny Hill. I think there's going to be like 
some some nudity by women <laughs> with some really ugly men involved. So like, 2001 meets Benny Hill. Yeah. Like, there's not going to be any attractive men in it. <laughs> but there's going to be highly attractive women in it for some reason. So you're, you picked a show that is more geared towards Sovereign Eye. <laughs> <laughs> but but I might be wrong. I don't I don't seem to remember. But I feel like there's gonna be a lot of sexual induendos. Induendos. In induendos. Induendos. <laughs> That's my cousin. God, if you just make fun of the way she says words, we fucking got it. <laughs> I think a couple it's of good. double entendres. <laughs> couple of jokes about butts. Yes. You, you really think that's what's gonna happen? Uh, yeah. So let's 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 imagine a plot for an episode of Red Dwarf. Opening scene. Well, we have to think. Are they circling like they're lost? A star? Oh, they're lost. They're lost in space. But then we're like just copying what we think Doctor Who's about. Which there's also there's a know. robot, for sure. <laughs> How is it different than Doctor Who? Is a question we'll have to answer. Yes. Are um, we talking about Doctor Who? I have not seen Doctor Who at all. Why, I, yeah, why aren't we no. doing a show about Doctor Who? <laughs> Maybe we would. I, I don't know Doctor Who very well either. Yeah. But you know what? No, I, people no. watch it. We don't need You to. know what? I think this show was in direct... Uh, okay, so Britain has a huge tradition of comedy. You got those guys <laughs> that did those movies. Thanks, Mr. Wikipedia. But, you know, so I think like this is like their answer, like uh, a funny person's parody of Doctor. I thought Doctor Who was a parody of something else. No, Doctor Who is serious. It's serious? It's not a yeah. funny show? It might be funny now. It, well, whenever the Doctor changes, the show kind of changes. And there have been a bunch of different Doctors. Yeah, and I've heard that the current Doctor, who I like that actor, he's the guy from Leftovers, is uh, oh, yeah? the priest. He's uh, it, This one's like a funny one. A funny it's, one. It's a revival. Everyone's talking about it now. It's kind of like James Bond. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Sorry. So, no, I know. I, yeah. I think, yeah, I, I don't think Red Dwarf is like Doctor Who. I think it's more funny, silly. Okay. Like, silly, silly. Like, we do not believe that they're in space. Okay. Uh, well, for me, it's hard to believe that Doctor Who's in space, too, but... But they're not taking it seriously. I bet you yeah. the only time we see a ship is in the opening, like, credits. Like there will no not be any like space shots. I'm al I'm almost imagining Mystery Science Theater. That's what 3, I yeah. So you're, you see like the planet, mm -hmm. the outside of the ship for a second, and then it's all oh, inside. just all inside. Mm -hmm. Okay, maybe like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy a little bit, which would have been a possibly yeah. contemporary. Yeah. The book. The book, the which, book. which was also a BBC show oh, I didn't on know the radio, the and then I think they made a TV. They made book. a movie. Yeah, um, yeah, that's right. Uh, there was a radio. And then I think the radio and the book happen at the same okay. time. Um, which, by the way, I am sad to admit, I do love Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy a lot. I didn't ever listen to the radio show, but trying to watch the BBC movie was just like, so they just don't have the money to do that. Like, you know, they constantly complain about American movie studios, like, you know, Jerry Bruckheimer and all that stuff, and like the huge amounts of money they get. But at least it looks good. Mm -hmm. The Brits might have good ideas, but they don't have the money to put anything. To, everything looks yeah. made out of cardboard. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's like it hurts my yeah. eyes. The sound too. You're just like, oh, I don't want to hear the yeah. BBC sound right now. Yeah, it's a country in free fall. It feels like it's like mm -hmm. 
Like it used to be a yeah, country everyone. One for... good World War Two movie that came out of Britain. None. None. And I don't care if there is one. The Stanley Kubrick one. It'd be good. Kubrick. No, that, that's not. I guess he was making that in America too. Yeah. Which one are you thinking of though? Doctor Strange though. That wasn't even World War Two. It was after World War Two. Yeah. Cold War. It was Cold, Cold War. Yeah. That's a yeah. That's the thing. They have to leave to do good work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were just dumping on England. I don't yeah, know. Which is great because yesterday I watched the this last season's episode on uh, Parks and Recs and Swanson. Yeah. Just dumping on Britain. Oh really? Yeah. He's just over there. He's like, fuck this place. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. That's why they go to England. I didn't. I'm not a fan of England. I really dislike England, actually. Stonehenge? <laughs> Is that the best we can do for England? Oh, I'm just saying. I went to Stonehenge once, and I was like, this is fucking awesome. As a thing. But they have that thing. I mean, you don't... It was like Whatever, it's Stonehenge. 3,000 years ago. They've done a lot since then. I'm just saying, like, they, they have... There's, that, that is there. It's worth seeing. And as someone who grew up like in you know South Asia, like British culture defines us to this day. Like we drive on the wrong side of the road. We, well, they drink tea because of us, but you know we share tea, we share cricket. But we are more obsessed with their crappy little culture that they left us than they are. Like we are still hung up on cricket, and it's so embarrassing. A country of a billion people, India can't play anything but is obsessed about cricket like did go, India, go win an Olympic gold you know but did India have like what was like an Indian sport before the British got there like there had to have the, been yeah some. they're like folk sports there's no like uh... but you know other countries that are good play soccer like a real game that involves every country in the world coming together and trying to beat each other up India can't do it so India's like you know what we're obsessed with like fat dudes holding bats. But you have like 1.2 billion people in India. Yeah. You can get how many guys are on soccer team? Six? Twelve? <laughs> you can get 12 guys. Up. Yes. It's There's 12 guys. Not there. only that, Indi- play. India can't mm-hmm. even get like Olympic gold in anything. It's the most like hapless country. Man, I'm trashing two big countries right now. Huge. Well, they were... <laughs> empire. You're trashing the empire. Yeah, I'm trashing the Commonwealth. Mm. Um, well, I think we can only watch the show and answer these questions. So yes. let's take a little break. We'll uh, check in um, after we watch the episode, and hopefully we'll get some of these questions answered. Yes. Any last predictions before we do that? I think I'm going to love it. (laughs) I think Adam's going to love it, too. (laughs) Okay. Let's see. Talk to you in a bit. I disagree. I I think... (laughs) I think it has to be more forceful. We just watched it, and now we're back to talk about it. Okay. (laughs) Because our feelings about it. It could have been done nicer, but we're back from watching it. We have now watched it. We're back. Can I try? Yeah. Uh, welcome back. We just spent the last 28 minutes watching the last episode of first season of Red Dwarf. It's called Me Squared. 
the uh, little uh, blurb on Netflix says, Tired of sharing space with Lister, Rimmer begins a blissful new relationship with the ultimate roommate, a holographic replica of himself. And let's get into it. Uh, what was this episode? What is this show about? Erica, you know, tell us, give us some... Uh, context here so there was an explosion and everyone died on the spaceship except for Lester who was asleep like cryogenic sleep yeah cryogenic sleep his cat who was pregnant and so when he a holograph of this guy woke them up I'm not sure exactly. three million years later yeah this is now and the cat has turned into, evolved, I think they said, into a mix of Richard Pryor and Eddie Murphy. Little Richard. Little, little, Richard. little Richard. A cat, a, hum, a man cat who is wandering through the show. Drinking milk out of a champagne glass. And trying to have sex with other cats that don't exist. Yeah, that's it. Roller There's, skating. Roller, roller skating. skating. There's only three characters. Yeah. Right. In this but you shit. also get the uh, sense that he he was also roller skating, but may have pooped in one of the guy's boots. Yes. Okay. Let's let's back. <laughs> let's 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 save that. That's for what a the second. cat's doing. Uh, the the main character is Lister, who is a um um a, in a ska band. I don't know. In a, yeah, he's, he's got dreads. <laughs> he's uh he's black. He is. You know the sort of British fixation with class. He is sort of clearly lower class and an enlisted man, and the holograph is a officer of a, a real striver who's very unhappy with how things turned out in his life, and very unhappy with List Lister, who he blames for some of his uh, disappointments. So he's a replica, a holographic where he doesn't look anything. Looks just like you know all the other actors he's got an h on his forehead except his h on his forehead and then he makes a replica of himself and he decides to room with him but it, it doesn't go very well because this new version of him is much less forgiving and he misses the sort of come as a goes lifestyle of lister who who looks like yeah he looks like he'd be a rasta reggae slash ska band guy <laughs> there are some posters on his bunk in his room and i wonder if they're references to anything that we would uh know about from 1980s you know um, london or whatever um and long story short it's pretty awful it's it a is terrible bad. show no one should watch it. It shouldn't continue past this. There should be no other episode. Yet there is. There's nine, at least nine on Netflix that mm -hmm. I saw. Nine more seasons. Nine more seasons. Nine more years. The laugh track, I think, oh, yes. was almost unforgivable. It wasn't a laugh track because even the recording was slow sloppy because there were people coughing on the laugh track. And that got recorded Oh, you think they were in the audience? I don't think it was a studio audience. Maybe that that someone watched, you know, people watched it and they recorded it. It's terrible. So they're making these like really uh, awkward jokes that feel very stilted, and the whole audience cracks up. 
and well, they, like, they yeah, ham like the, it up. The they, first joke is like, oh, throw this manual away. Oh, Kama Sutra, zero gravity. Yeah, I'll pop keep up. that. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> it's, it's frustrating. I think it got better, though. Like, the first... <laughs> so, while we were watching it, the first, like, four minutes... You're dead silent. I I looked around and I and I was just like, we don't know what to do with this word. Like, this is, what the fuck is going on? But I feel like towards the end it got a little bit more. Like we were laughing at the end. Definitely laughing at the end. Definitely. Because it, it, it was so strange too. Yeah. It, it was came, nonsensical almost. But it came together like neatly, like an American sitcom mm-hmm. where you end up going through the conflict feeling bad about yourself and then feeling good about yourself in the future and they managed to do all that within the confines of a fucking convoluted plot and the the plot isn't just convoluted this episode the entire premise is convoluted because it's just basically one man floating around in space with nothing to do there are presumably no... a ginormous ginormous ship yeah yeah which has a movie so there's i can't see any foreseeable conflicts because they're really one is a hologram and one is a f- cat as a man there are no women in this thing it, there it, are no women all humans are probably gone because it's three million years in the future it's very sad it's, <laughs> it's very, very it's, sad it's extremely isolating and uh and as you were saying before, the the production of BBC things already adds to that to the plot of one man alone with a weird cat and a hologram, and it was it was making me feel depressed. Yes, I was feeling depressed. Yes, definitely. It it it's like when you go into a crappy looking restaurant and you're like, oh, I have to sit here and eat a meal. And yeah. all these good intentions are wasted, and this this restaurant's gonna die. Yet this restaurant doesn't die. Doesn't it's, die. It's, it succeeds. For it succeeds. At least nine seasons. I feel like maybe in different countries you can't get fired. Yes, <laughs> like maybe they couldn't fire. It's a union job. I don't. It's... I think though something about its strangeness. Also, I think, I think it was different than like the shows we were talking about where they're just like running around and uh, sex involved or whatever like it was it was definitely like pushing some more thoughtful piece like him getting like him getting in a fight with himself two holograms fighting with each other like that was kind of like an interesting way Uh to look at psychology if you're alone like Uh you know hating like he in the fight he was like Daddy didn't love you. Mommy didn't love you. He's talking about himself, but he's right. ta- but it's in a fight. Yeah. With that information, I thought that was different and strange and kind of like I could see this as like the weird goth people who do smoke a lot of pot in the eighties were like, I love that show. Like, I it love gets that me. Show. It understands me. Really. So like um like an underground thing. Yeah. Like an underground following where like oh. Yeah, I watched this. Yeah. It's good. Mm-hmm. I just winked. You're not gonna <laughs> <laughs> For the TV audience. For the TV audience. I, quite disturbing. I found it disturbing. It was disturbing. It's disturbing. disturbing. I, it, it makes me sad that, there, that it might have had a cult following. When there were clearly... I mean, I get your point, Erica. That was a kind of a sophisticated moment. Because oftentimes when you are beating yourself up, you're doing it in this third-person way where you're judging yourself as like mm-hmm. a bad person and that was a good yeah, idea. Like, 
but example the, of a super ego. Yeah, but the road there is so bizarre and so pointless with all these like diversions. Uh, at one point, the computer, which is this face that shows up, <laughs> decides to play an April Fool's joke. Six months early. Six months early has no bearing, and the jokes are so like they make a joke about a public utility in in Northern England, and the audience cracks up about it. Because, I don't know, God knows, it was a coal mining strike at that point or something. Something really... Well, I I think we can all agree that the audience was controlled. Like, they were told when to laugh. I don't think any of that was natural when they were laughing. I think there was maybe two or three natural laughs in that entire thing. And we laughed. And we laughed. And you were like... I don't... Funny. I don't think... (laughs) I mean, a couple of them we laughed because the way they did the punchline or the way the joke ended was so over the top <laughs> where he talks about like the, the 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 more serious officer gets needled by Lester about some girl and he's like oh I would <laughs> never right. I would never say you know I'm a gentleman I would never say if I was with her but then he like puts up his fist and goes like you know but I got, gave it to her real hard and it's like it's so intense. It's so intense so quickly that it was like a nervous like, whoa. Yes, yeah. yes you did, sir. Yes. Did you fist her? Like yes. I... It's a family show. Right? Mm-hmm. But this one or that one? <laughs> I I and and it makes you actually it makes you actually glad for uh Doctor Who, which is to my mind, awful, but must be light years ahead of this. It has to be light years ahead. Like, I, mean, I don't know, I can't even call it crap. It's like weird art project that yeah. should have never made it off yeah. the ground. I'll say the one thing about this show that kind of, I was like, I agreed with, is when they were talking about this gazpacho soup <laughs> and him not knowing that gazpacho soup was hot. Can you set that up a little bit? So, uh, there's a tape of the lieutenant who made a hologram of himself, who dies. And, he, and Lester is watching, the, or Rimmer, is watching it, and his dying words are, how do you say it? Gazpacho. Gazpacho soup. This is one of these moments that helps Lister develop some empathy for the officer when he realizes that Something. so much of his life has been sort of unbearable. But he gets fascinated by why did he say gazpacho soup right before he died. And he's the reason why this whole mess happened. Because he blew up the ship. Right. Or mm-hmm. didn't, no, didn't blow it up, but like sort of ended the people's lives on the ship. And so the whole episode, he's trying to find out why he said gazpacho soup. Gisop- yes. When he died. Gestapo. And, <laughs> and like the reason is... Because he he didn't know he was invited to eat at the captain's table after working there for fifteen fourteen years, and he gets the soup and he thinks he doesn't know it's supposed to be served cold, so he sends it back. Yeah, and everyone laughs at him. He's thinking they're laughing at the cook, but no, they're laughing at him. And in my own personal life, having like not into my thirties, that I come across this type of soup. Oh, no. And when I found out it was like cold, a cold soup, it's just like, I can buy V8. Like, <laughs> fuck off. Like, why would you want this soup? So this is when the show won you over. So <laughs> that that point, I was like, 
I'll give it to him. I'll give it to him. Like, it's cool. It, it, it is, there is like a, I always think of it as a sort of American sitcom staple where there is the non-funny speech that reverse, changes the empathy game mm-hmm. where you end up feeling uh, uh, empathy for a character that looked unlikable and suddenly the tables are turned and it's sort of like a soliloquy speech and often has to go back to like childhood or early trauma. I thought he was always likable. And mainly from that like fight that he was fighting with himself. So like this like anal retentive, like he was struggling with his own problem that makes him kind of annoying. Yeah. And he was dealing with himself. Like I thought that was really like an interesting way to look at that, like hating yourself, but not being able to admit that you hate yourself. So you have to fight it. I got empathy with that. So part. then let's think about this. And, and can you do that without making this show? And can you do that that storyline of an like an argument, a metaphorical argument turned real, where you are arguing with your clone without it being sci-fi? Or is 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 Red Dwarf necessary to for tell it to this? be in a science fiction? Yeah. I don't know if it's necessary and that's why I felt so like depressed by it because I was just like I don't like it's going into somewhere where I, I'm not even sure they know where they're going into and it's it's I, I feel yeah I feel like dirty from going yeah. into that it's not science fiction it was so like the laugh track at one point I thought that he was reading um lines like it felt like a play it, it felt like, like you were in a play where there's only two people in the audience yeah and you have to make eye contact with the person yeah and you feel for them and you're so uncomfortable for them yeah and that's what the whole show was like mm-hmm. this anxiety in it that was mm-hmm. but then they have the so it's a comedy and then they have the comic relief cat <laughs> the cat is, is so, so strange it's a, it's a human, human it's a cat. human an american like a, like a like a like American like African American pimp who might use the term cat to refer to other people. Yes, right. He's that very type of stereotypical. Yeah. yeah, almost with, borderline racist. With and it and if a fourteen year old or fifteen year old saw this today, they would think he was a vampire because he has like long teeth. Because that makes him the cat. That makes him the cat. But I was like, oh, if and he. Either, like, at one point he may have pooped in the boot, or right. he may have masturbated in the closet. Like, it's all right. very strange. And the guy yes. won't know until he changes his boots. But he's a fucking hologram! <laughs> Slow down. But the, 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 here's the thing, though. So that's, that's a second subplot that's running through this episode. This sort of, you know, Rosencrantz, Guildenstein kind of thing where... Guildenstein, whatever. Uh, thing where the cat is in heat... Which is sort of funny. He's like, he's he's dressed up. He's like making this announcement about you know lady cats to line up and get ready for the best time of their life. It's slightly funny, except for that that you're like, why is this show spending this time to make this joke? And what why? sort of like coke fueled like writing binge led to this? I definitely feel like drugs need to be involved with the production and the watching. Like yeah. there's something off where. It, normal you know people. what here's if you see that show spaced that uh what's his face did uh the guys that did uh Shaun of the dead and uh the the newest one yeah who's who, who's this who's yeah it? what's his name simon Pegg. yeah you know that show that they did like about being like flatmates um oh yeah that's 
Yeah. Semi okay. I feel like those guys would watch this show. Yes. They would take drugs and then watch the show on the BBC. They would be, you know, they'd be poor. They'd be sort of working students, mm-hmm. and they wouldn't have a lot of alternatives. And they would like they like most culture they hated because it sort of spoke to being rich and all yeah. that. And they would watch this what felt like a subversive show. I feel like. It's like a version of like Adult Swim now or something like yeah. like Too Many Cooks style. Like, where yeah. like I guess I get it, but I need to be on a lot of drugs at yeah. 4 a.m. to really appreciate it. Why yeah. do you think NPR picked this up? <laughs> Not NPR, PBS. Uh, PBS. <laughs> because PBS. I just... mean, it's no, no, no. Hold on, hold on. Let's go with that for a second. NPR. <laughs> do you think? Do you think do you think they would play it on a Sunday after Prayer Home Companion? <laughs> Is it going to replace uh, Card Talk? Prayer uh, Home Companion. Yeah, talking about <laughs> dick. Yeah. <laughs> what a. <laughs> All right. Save that for another episode. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Yes. Um, I feel like PBS like bought. Like, they didn't even know what it was. It was like, BBC's like, here's a box. Give us a certain amount of money and we'll just give you give all these things in this in box. box. Yeah, it's like oh, the surprise God, box. It's so... <laughs> Mystery box. Speaking of our sponsor. <laughs> and, well, and once again, we're, uh, we're reviewing a episode. Yes. But it's like, whatever. I no, no, can't I... imagine <laughs> yeah. any more... Because there's only three characters. Yeah. Right. We have exhausted... What could possibly go on with these three characters? It's a very claustrophobic show. It's very claustrophobic. Yes. There's basically two sets. At one point, they're in a theater, a movie theater, that that does not seem like a regular part of their set. There's two sets, and they're very small. They're basically the size of a couch here and a couple of couches there. That's all of it. It seems very much, like you said, on a stage. There's no other side of the room. You definitely get to see it, the side you're looking from. Um, it the 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 production looks really tacky. It's yeah. It, it, what was this relationship between PBS and BBC that, and back in those days that like they could just hand us whatever? I actually even third don't think there crap. was a money. I think it was like BBC instead of like as a a donation. BBC just gave them some shows. Like I think that's like PBS was because we used Second to watch it and we used to and I remember we used to be so annoyed when it was the pledge time. Right. Do oh, these yes. fucking forty-five minute long things where it's just so sad, and they're mm-hmm. talking to you, and you're just like, "I want to get back to this tote bag." Did yeah. you guys ever do the play? We did. did we did the lowest one, which got us a TV guide, a PBS TV guide, like catalog oh, magazine nice. of things you can watch on PBS. It was before, like, it was before. It was before anything. Yeah, it was before <laughs> you knew what was going to be on television. So, like, we would put on PBS and be like, what's going to happen tonight? We don't know. Well, that was the thing. So when we got there, we're like, we know. We're going to go out to dinner tonight. People would schedule around the TV guide. Do, do you think there were some people who were like, I know the guy programming at PBS. I know it's coming next month. Sure. I, or is it next week? Well, like, yeah, but like, if week you week? knew that person, you weren't cool. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you knew. You were in the know. I, PBS is so... Funny because it doesn't make any sense. When what? Meaning like uh, the shows that they'll have, you know, it's like there's n- nothing like because you'll have stuff like Red Dwarf, mm-hmm. and then you'll have stuff like Faulty Towers for like four yeah. four weeks. Yeah, it would also be yeah. You never knew like I really got into that, but uh, I don't know when I'll see it again. Never know when I see it again. <laughs> and yeah, it was like it was like a BBC Farm Team, you know. 
like whatever whatever scraps they had for us. And I mean, this I I could see my why as a like a like young kid in New Hampshire watching this would have been awesome because like there's probably nothing else on TV like it. Mm-hmm. And there are the funny accents and they're on a spaceship. Mm-hmm. And it has I a think, laugh track for so, me. Uh, yeah, I, growing up I was obsessed with cats. Still think cats are cool. <laughs> I probably liked this show because this mm. racist man was a cat. I'm like, that is Wait, funny. The man, like, he's he's he, not he's, racist. <laughs> this stereotype. Well, we don't know if he's racist. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know enough about him yet. <laughs> Just this like ridiculous stereotype I was probably like that's hysterical it's a cat that's how a cat would talk and act makes sense to me makes sense what age would what what age of Erica are we talking to here this would be um eight to like eleven okay yeah I can see why that's a that's a hard group to make because they're also making a lot of jokes that wouldn't work at that age or you were talking about earlier how she didn't know who was in on well, the Well that's the thing and the so jokes. and you asked me like we're gonna find out if we're faking it, if everyone was faking it. I think everyone needs to be faking it to understand what that show I think was. Everyone was faking it. Like there's some it's like that show doesn't make any sense. There's really some parts that don't make any sense. Yeah. So to like it and to have it continue for nine years at least People are faking it. I mean, that maybe would have made, you know, we brought up Adult Swim. You know, they do episodes that are 10 minutes long, even. Mm-hmm. That possibly could be a decent 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. You take out two thirds of it and then slice it together, maybe. But yeah, no one should be watching. No one should be laughing on a regular basis to that show. If you are, then you're either a child <laughs> or you have some, some real issues, maybe. Or just the, the one when he's talking about the soup and he's talking like who was he talking like he's talking about like some other guy must have been raised and his mom had like one tit of soup and one tit of like yeah. champagne mm-hmm. and I was just like you, you guys also like followed it I kept getting lost even in the beginning when they said the whole premise I'm like what what happened what like yeah when he was talking oh, about yeah. that and I'm like when did that happen who is that Do, am I supposed who, to know who that is well that's, I was like who, who is that yeah. you know like but at the same time I'm like the joke is so bad like the joke's just not good yeah it's like where'd the champagne come into it mm-hmm. and then this like motion who's writing this like the, I mean it was like he would, he would get angry very quickly mm-hmm. he would you know sort of what Louis C.K. does or Woody Allen does where they slowly sort of wind themselves up you know and then sort of have this like cathartic moment of sort of true frustration anger instead he would get to like passive annoyed to sort of explosive anger <laughs> so quickly and so rapidly that you didn't have time to sort of enjoy the ride you were right. just suddenly like hearing something fairly shocking and like wondering how it got that dark so quickly. The cat needs to go. <laughs> we, we don't have to salvage the show. I, I don't even know ass. how to. I wouldn't even know where to begin. Like, That's the other. Is like, you know, like not being able to step out of the reality of it is like, it's a ginormous ship. Like, why did they have to erase that other hologram at the end? 
Why couldn't that guy go clean another part of the ship? I like that you asked the most practical <laughs> questions. You know, like why were they roommates? Why are you roommates? Why are you living with a hologram? It, hey, you guys seen Moon, the uh, yeah. Sam Rockwell movie? So mm-hmm. sad. They're yeah. always so I thought about sad. that a little bit. <laughs> it's yeah. very sad. Yeah. yeah. That 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 is, is a takes really the same good premise and sort of does a, really a good way. very amazing job with it. Whereas this one sort of botches it. Uh, but. Uh, we should end here with yeah. some maybe final thoughts on I think we know the answer should this show get should anyone watch this show should this show continue should this be part of our conversation no the show should not be watched if it if well, what it should be it shouldn't be um, liked like, if they're going to watch it, it shouldn't be like... I feel like it's a, this fake blanking of like, oh, I get it, or it makes sense. I feel like it went for nine years on that, and that makes me sad. Uh, it should be part of our conversation, I suppose, by preventing that from ever happening again. Things like that. <laughs> a <to> ever... warning. <laughs> yeah, a warning. Yes. <laughs> like A warning short. <laughs> a new genre. <laughs> I feel like... Not being a parent, but like imagine if I was a parent, I would like talk to my wife about this show, like in large whispers so that my kids could hear about it and then make them really want to watch it and then like provide a way that they can do that sneakily so they think they're getting away with something and then realizing how fucking disappointing this planet is and really not being okay with it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's so sad this is how sad the show made us that it's like I that's the only no no I think that's how it's was nobody, successful nobody in god I'm gonna have to make a, a cut up nobody in their 20s and I'm starting at 20 19 if it's grayer no one above that age should ever watch this show yeah no one should ever talk about it. <laughs> and no one, uh, A real hard line here. And, uh, it's just like the first time you masturbate. It just don't bring it up. Just don't bring it up. <laughs> just don't bring it up. That, another good point. Why are you living with a hologram? <laughs> There's two rooms. Send him to that room. You can jerk off in this room. It's fine. All right. Uh, um, so this is... Um, first season finale and we are giving a big thumbs down to uh, Red Dwarf save yourself um, the time we did it for you Um, (laughs) you're welcome and uh, we'll talk to you soon have a good day